Hello everyone, welcome to this first podcast from Dad Elyon, Center for Higher Consciousness in the Holy City of Jerusalem. My name is Rabbi Yoel Glick and I'm the director of Dad Elyon. We are excited to inaugurate these podcasts today. We hope they will bring strength and inspiration to all of you who are homebound during this time of uncertainty and crisis in the world. The topic of our first podcast is hope. Psalm 27, verse 13 and 14 proclaim, Would not for my faith that I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Hope in the Lord. Be strong and of good courage and hope in the Lord. Hope can be defined as a belief that goodness will ultimately triumph no matter what setbacks evil has created. It's a faith that love and compassion are more powerful than fear and hatred. It is a quality that we need so much more, more than ever, right now. Hope is predicated on the power of the kingdom of heaven, Omnipotence and goodness are the essential qualities of this kingdom. We turn towards God in aspiration. We link up with the forces of light that live on the higher planes. This inner connection permits their strength and will to enter into our world. Once this door is opened, everything is possible. It is a greater force and ourselves that we look to. The power of goodness that is at the very heart of creation. And it is from that heart of creation that we draw our hope. The feeling of hope arises out of the experience of the divine present. In the light of her presence, touch the essential nature of divinity. Through this revelation, we come to realize that compassion and love are the true basis of God's interaction with our world. This awareness inspires us to have confidence in the ultimate redemption of humankind. One whose being is love will fulfill that love in the world. This is our great trust and security. This truth is dramatized in the Bible when Moses goes up to Sinai for a second time after the children of Israel have made the golden calf. It is a moment of despair for him and for Israel. He is thinking back on everything that has happened since his encounter with God at the burning bush. This is not how the story was supposed to end. This is not what should have happened. How did everything go wrong? Why did so many people have to die? He comes up to Mount Sinai where he meets God, his presence. And the Lord 
turns to Moses. Moses turns to the Lord and says, show me your face. And really what he's saying is, tell me who you really are. How could all this be part of a God who's loving and compassionate? And God turns to Moses and says, I could not tell you, let you see my face. Meaning to say, you can't really understand what God is. He says, but I can show you my back. And the Kabbalistic commentators explain that God is saying, I can show you my attributes. I can let you feel who I am. So Moses hides in the cleft of a rock and it says God passes all of his glory over him. And Moses is completely overwhelmed by God's presence and falls on his face and cries, Lord, Lord, compassionate Lord, gracious and long-suffering, abundant in kindness and truth, showing mercy to the thousands, forgiving transgression, wrongdoing, and sin. And he cleanses. And the tradition tells us that in this moment, despite everything that happened, Moses understood that God's essential nature is compassion and love. No matter how it might seem, that love, that compassion is at the heart of all existence. And with that knowledge, he could continue on with his mission and his work. Now, hope is not just the opposite of despair, it is the antidote. When we hold on to God, then despair simply cannot enter our hearts. We touch on the place deep inside us where God dwells, then we will not fear the way ahead. And this is the key to the whole process of finding hope to realize that hope doesn't come from without. Hope will only come, can only be found within ourselves. But to attain this virtue of hope requires a lot of spiritual discipline. We need to learn how to keep one part of our mind with God and above the struggles of this world at all times. Need to strive to maintain this link with our soul no matter what happens in their life, no matter what circumstances arise. Because this link acts as a ray of light that illuminates the whole of our inner reality, even if there is darkness in our outer world. Being able to hold on to that link, hold on to that place of God's presence, takes continuous effort. 
daily effort, a whole series of practices and disciplines that build up that connection over time. And is the time we spend building this into connection that gives us the strength to carry on when things become difficult within our life. However, once we have learned how to hold on to our way of light, hope then becomes transformed into a potent spiritual force, becomes an innate certainty that we have that God will never abandon us, profound trust that whatever the obstacles, we will get through to the other side. This powerful spiritual optimism enables us to find the way forward even when everything seems blocked ahead. The spiritual hope has upheld the Jewish people through countless trials and tribulations and enabled them to survive over the last 2,000 years. It is our anthem, Atikva. Both literally, it is the anthem of the state of Israel, and figuratively, symbolically, it is the anthem of the Jewish people all through our existence. Binachman of Braslov, great Hasidic master, who was the grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, who founded the Hasidic movement 300 years ago. Known to his wisdom and the help he extended to those who were in a place of deep despair. Binachman taught that at these times of difficulty and despair, we need to search out one aspect of ourselves that we feel is worthy, one part of our life that feels right. Discovering the spark of goodness, he declares, is the key to awaking a feeling of hope in our hearts. No matter how difficult our situation may be, no matter how bleak life may seem, there is always one positive point in life that we can find. But then he adds, if, even if after searching diligently, we still cannot find anything that we would call good in ourselves, Binachman urges us to remember that there is a divine spark inside each of us. If God is within us, he claims, then all is not lost, as we are all part of God. Therefore, there must be a meaning and purpose to our existence. When we are in a state of profound mental anguish, this thought then can provide us with great strength and consolation. Once we have found this way of hope, 
we can then use it to climb out of the darkness. And from this point of virtue, we can build a lifeline to the light. Use this spark of positive thought to shift our consciousness and bring the radiance of our soul down into our broken hearts. This is a crucial insight and spiritual tool at a time like this. So many people are losing their jobs and or their savings. and People are falling ill and dying around us when there is so much fear and anxiety everywhere. This tool provides a way to kindle the light of the soul within the darkness that surrounds us all at this moment of time, wherever we are across the globe. And in such moments of darkness for the world, we need to hold on to this perspective. It's essential both for ourselves, but also for all of humanity. To turn our mind away from all the hatred and cruelty and suffering and seek out the sparks of goodness that are manifest in everyday life. The selfless love of parents for their children, the acts of loving kindness for perfect strangers, the quiet strength and perseverance of millions of people in the face of great suffering and dire circumstances. There is so much light amid the darkness, much kindness and compassion amid the suffering and pain. I'm thinking of the beautiful scenes that we've been seeing on social media and the news of people applauding healthcare workers in cities around the world, or scenes of people singing together were celebrating life events from their balconies, bringing and sharing in the joy of perfect strangers. And then there are the simple acts of loving kindness that are all around us, bringing food to an elderly neighbor who can't find a way to go out themselves, providing support to someone who feels isolated and lonely, offering free entertainment and spiritual nourishment to everyone who has been forced to remain behind closed doors in their homes, as in so much a need of a sense of uplift and community. These are incredible forces of light. Judaism teaches that each of us has a yetzer tov and a yetzer ra, a good and an evil inclination. What this means is that each of us is capable of great good as well as great evil. If another person rises up to attack us, it is a manifestation of evil, and we would be extremely foolish not to defend ourselves against him or her. 
But at the same time, we must never forget that he or she also has a Yetzutov. They too have a divine spark at the core of their being. Just as a person can rage with hatred, he can also emanate a powerful beam of love. Both these potentialities exist within us. And we forget either side of this truth at the risk of our lives and our souls. We cannot forget that there is good even in those that do evil. We must remain vigilant about the potential for acts of evil even in those individuals who seem to be paragons of virtue and goodness to us. Because all human beings have limitations. It's part of the human condition. Every one of us has his or her weaknesses and faults. But we all also have many positive qualities that can be harnessed for noble endeavors in the world. Truth is that God has only imperfect instruments. The omniscient one surely knows this even better than us. But if we commit our life to God, then the Almighty will always stand by us. If we do not leave the Holy One, she will never leave us. This is the covenant and the promise of the true spiritual life. Were it not for my faith, I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Hope in the Lord, be strong and of good courage, and hope in the Lord. Ultimately, hope for the future of humankind arises out of the intimate bond that exists between God and his creation. This bond is manifested in the goodness that is present in every human being. Our destiny is to reveal the divine nature of this material reality. This spiritual mission is what gives meaning and purpose to our lives. We hold on to the faith that a day will come when the Lord's benevolence will be revealed in the land of the living. This aspiration is the source of our courage and strength. We are God's partners in caring and protecting for each other and for our planet. We have been created to heal and uplift our world. Thank you for joining me for this podcast. It's been great to be together with you. I hope your mind has been stimulated, your consciousness expanded, and your heart blown open wide. I look forward to sharing this time with you again next week 
In the meanwhile, check out our website, .org, .org, and come visit us the next time you're in Jerusalem. Shalom. Peace be with you all.